Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. Saving money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at EYL University is the biggest online platform for education, but it's much, much more. It's actually a community. Our private Facebook group has over 8,000 members and 20 infinity groups. The students teach themselves just as much as the professors do. We have weekly webinars. We have over 100 past webinars. You get access to MG, the Mortgage Guys Real Estate Blueprint. You get access to monthly financial planning calls with yours truly. You get access to our monthly group chat investment calls and much, much more. So. Go to EYLUniversity.com right now and take advantage of our limited offer, blowout sales, 65% off of the annual membership. EYLUniversity.com right now and become an earner. My graduates from my school being Forbes, backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. What's good? Right on. What's up, bro? What's up, beloved? It's all good. How y'all doing, man? I love y'all, man. What's good? Glorious, glorious, glorious. Ernest, you know? what's good? Trap in the building. You hear me? Ernest, what's happening? You feel me? What we doing? <laughs> we doing? We doing? That's a fact, man. Always Big a blessing. First and foremost, Always man. Always Congratulations, man. You know, it's been a whirlwind for you. I know going on the Breakfast Club, almost 2 million views on your Breakfast Club interview. Filthy. Um, you know, pushing the culture forward and becoming a superstar. Um, 
At the same time, congratulations on all your success that you have been able to achieve, but more importantly, congratulations on being able to educate and uplift so many different people. Man, we had a networking event yesterday and um, you know a bunch of people came up to us like, yo, you saved my life. Wall Street Trapper's episode, I started with his episode, episode 44. I found Wall Street Trapper through Earn Your Leisure. I got there at least 25 times. Mm-hmm. So you have a tremendous impact in the streets and in the, in the culture um, and in the world. So congratulations on your, on your success. Yeah. Uh, many, many blessings and continued success in the future. And we are very proud of your ascension. Yeah, what, 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 what's the model, man? Wall Street looks like us now, right? Wall Street looks like us now, bro. I mean, you, you already got, know what you're doing, man. You got Wall Street calling you personally, man. You you different. Man. <laughs> I mean, but you know, but the dope part is when they call, I call my brothers. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? And when they call me, I call my brothers. Like I, I put I put y'all on a voice recall so y'all can hear it. You know, but more than anything, man, like everybody on Rashad, you know, I appreciate that, bro. But you know, I always said, man, there ain't no Wall Street trap without EYL, man. I was doing my thing, but there's not one thing that y'all do that y'all don't say, trap, trap. I don't care what interview y'all got coming, it's trap. You won't come to this interview. If I'm not able to come, it's trap. Come get on the line right quick. I'm about to throw your name out there. You get this. You know what I'm saying? And so that's the type of brotherhood and that's the type of thing that I love being a part of. The impact to the people is amazing. Right, it's amazing. I love being able to impact people, and I love being able to say that I'm an only child, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I grew up all, all my brothers who I call brothers. We we was on some gangster stuff together. You know what I'm saying? So now for for my for me not to have to risk my life no more, for me not have to risk my freedom no more, that's the real gangster stuff. So my brothers helped me be better as a man. My brothers helped me. Um, you know, learn how to do business better. Um, learn how to be more impactful. Learn. I watched my brothers put their families together. I watched my brothers build the business and be impactful to the world and bring me on that journey. So, man, like with everything that I'm getting, y'all went on a breakfast club before me. You know what I'm saying? So when y'all went, y'all was so impactful. Rashad throws the Wall Street Trapper name out there. That wound up getting a clip in my mind they was already prepared for me. You know what I'm saying? So when y'all went in the room, y'all kicked the door down, I just followed up. And hopefully my follow-up opened the door for somebody else, bro. So even though I'm doing my thing as an individual entity, everything that I do and everything that y'all do always help us tie back in because we all on the same journey, bro. So, man, just, you know, I'm going to get y'all the same thing. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all, man. And the That's only reason cool. I'm not in LA was because I had my daughter and we just had to do that. Each one, each one, teach one, man. So let's jump into this. But before we start, we just want to welcome everybody. Um, and, and if you're not familiar with what's going on here, we're going to talk about um, stock market. I don't even want to say for beginners because it's not just for beginners, but just the basics. You know, a lot of times we, we talk very high level and it might go over people's heads. So we want to just kind of, once I get, once again, reset the room and, um, you know, bring it back to the core essence of it. And um, what, we, what we're doing here is once a month, we have what's called open enrollment. So EYL University is our private school. So mm-hmm. we have a public school, which is Earn Your Leisure. 
And that's, uh, you know, it's free. It's free information, which I think nobody has given more free information than us um, on Instagram every single day, on YouTube every single day, on podcast outlets, all over from everything, from real estate to trucking to everything. Um, but some people just need more of a community feel and more of a private education. So we created EYL University. And our goal for EYL University is to really have the largest online educational platform in the, year, in the world. And um, with that, you know, it's weekly webinars. So we do this every single week with Zoom classes and, and people actually get to ask questions and get their questions answered as opposed to just watching a podcast. So we have a hundred of those archived. Um, we have monthly financial planning calls with me. Um, we have bi-weekly real estate calls with MG the mortgage guy. Once again, we're at Zoom and it, you know, gets questions answered, things of that nature. We have a home buyer's blueprint, MG the mortgage guy's home buyer's blueprint, which is 15 hours of content, everything you need to know about buying a home. We have a Facebook group with over 6,000 people. Um, and inside that Facebook group is actually 20 infinity groups. So mm-hmm. People actually network and build with each other. There's crypto clubs, there's stock clubs, there's everything. Hey, can I tell you something really quickly about the infinity groups? Young man uh, walked up to me yesterday. I'm, I'm not going to mention his name, but came up to me and said, I want to talk to you about my accountability group. And that was something that we had started early on. We, we, we broke into the book club. Said I was homeless 12 months ago. I got in my accountability group. Not only am I living my best life, but I'm actually teaching people how to learn the stock market. I said, this is incredible. Like, this is incredible. Like, that's the type of life-changing information that's happening. Well, one, real quick, because I want to get to his stocks. Yeah. But real quick, you bring up another gentleman came to me. He said, you know, it's so crazy because, like, when Ian said, like, if you ask for $5,000 for and they're going to kill you, they say, I'm, I'm afraid for you. And he said, like, last year, I spent three months in jail because I couldn't come up with $1,500 worth of um, bail money. And no, none, none of my family or friends had $1,500, so I had to spend three months in jail. He said, I got out and I tapped into to EYL, and now I got my, my, my stock account. He said, I got, I'm about to buy my first multifamily home yeah. and all of that. So financial literacy is life or death, man. No, this is crazy. That, that story is crazy. Hey, Trap, there was a gentleman who actually showed me a cash app that you sent him, I think, seven months ago. You and MG sent him a cash app. And he said that moment was the first time he realized somebody believed in him. And so mm-hmm. he put it into an investment account. And now he's investing with his, a, a group of friends. Like, I'm talking about these testimonies don't just happen. I mean, it's incredible. He literally showed me, like, I ain't going to say your name, out, your government. But it was there. You cashed after him and so did MG, man. So yeah. salute to you. Nah, salute to it's a whole vibe, man. So all of that is, is at EYL University. Um, including our private events now too. We had a, we had a private networking event yesterday in LA, which we're referring to. And um, I mean, it was so crazy, man. We had 19 keys there. We had him 500 there, Alex, good energy there. Our boy Shiggy. Um, <laughs> we had Miss Business. We had a tear Blair, Mike Rasheed. Yeah. So just to be able to be in that kind of room with all those kind of people in that when that was only for EYL University members. So, you know, we just keep building this community, man. Shout out to everybody that came. Shout out to Oakland, the Bay Area's in there heavy. Yeah, Crenshaw. Crenshaw. Shout out to my boys from Crenshaw that was in there. And it's just a vibe, man. So this is an open enrollment, long story short, and you get to see it for yourself. And if you're interested, um, the price right now, $6.99, is extremely undervalued. That's an understatement. Um, that is 48 hours. We are raising the price because we are investing in infrastructure. We have employees. We're getting more employees. Um, we're hiring more professors. 
and we're just expanding the program. So it's $6.99 annual, um, and that's good until Friday, 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for 48 hours. I'll put the link if you're interested. Um, we'd love to see you on the other side. So, Trap, let's get into this, my brother. Stock Investing 101. Um, you would like mm. to start, or would you like to me to, me to kind of prompt it for you? Nah, it's, it's, it's cool with me. Uh, man, I want... Can I do uh, 10 scholarships at $500, bro? Got On you. me, bro. Got you. On me. Got you. Appreciate that. 10 of them, you hear me? Appreciate that. 10 of them. So we'll do that, man. Um, I don't know how we're going to do it, though. <laughs> we got people in here. We got people in here. So yeah. how you want, you want to it out. We'll have, we'll have somebody uh, take some names. Yeah, um, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll do that at the end. Yeah. All right. Um, so, so we talk about um, stocks 101, man. We talking about understanding that is. So we understand that we put our money in a bank, right? And the bank gives us nothing on that, right? And so for me, investing in the stock market was a way for me to say, how do I do two things? One, gain ownership in businesses that I know and love, and two, make my money grow for me, right? So let's talk about just from the beginning, right? Let's, one of the questions people often ask me is like, Trap, like, what are the best brokerage accounts? Like, let's just start there, right? Because you can't even invest in the market if you don't have an account, right? So let's start there. And here's one of the things that I learned on the journey, like, Many of many of our people really never even had bank accounts. Like not even bank accounts. Right. So we let's start with let's just have a brokerage account. And so one of the things people ask is like, what are the best ones to have? So let's start there, right? So of course, a lot of people will go with the TD America. I mean, we'll go with the Robin Hoods or the M1 finances, right? And these are good, these are cool. But they, they don't offer a lot of other things that you would need to get in the game and learn a lot of things. So even if you went on Robinhood, you'll see that there's missing over 1,000 stocks, right, that you can't be a part of. Like one of my favorites that I own is LVMH, or you can get it under LVMUI. Um, I can't hear you. Say something, Rashad? Oh. No, you're good. You're good. All right. And you can't even get it on Robinhood, right? Um. So I preferably, now I'm not an advocate for none of these. I'm not getting paid for none of these. Um, but I like TD Ameritrade. I like TD Ameritrade because they give you so many different tools, so many updated, so many, so many updated information, so much updated information. Also, what happens with Robinhood is if if you may not notice it, but if you looked at TD Ameritrade and you looked at Robinhood, the prices would be different. So Robinhood has a lag and they get paid for that, right? They're getting paid for that split, right? And what happens is you're buying it at a higher price on Robinhood than you would on a TD Ameritrade, on an E-Trade, where you're getting those real-time results, right? And so that's what Robinhood is actually making money at. So you think it's free, but you're paying for it. <laughs> you're paying for it with everything that you, every time you buy something, you're paying for that, 
right? And so that's something that people don't even much know. Um, so I will always tell people, again, make the switch over to TD Ameritrade, E-Trade, Charles Schwab, Fidelity, right? Because of, because of that factor, one, the real-time trades or the real-time investments, but also more access to information. Like you can go on TD Ameritrade and you can, when you buy a company, excuse me, y'all don't mean to hear that, but like when you buy a company immediately, you start getting reports of that company. Everything that company does, they immediately just start sending you reports on what that company is doing, right? So now you don't have to look for when the earnings report is, you're automatically going to get into it. Soon as that company has a voting situation, you're automatically going to get that information, right? And I want you to understand something too, like we're not just buying stocks, we're actually buying part ownership in a company, y'all. Like, let's understand that. We're not just buying stocks. We're not just buying a piece of paper, or a digital piece. We're actually buying part ownership in a business where we're entitled to profits and assets that that company has. Like, we're entitled to that, right? Also, what I don't like about the Robin Hood is anytime I'm dealing with my money, I want to be able to talk to somebody. I don't have to email you, yo, because you don't understand the frustration or you don't understand my concern with what I got going on, right? And again, I'm not saying, like, don't do Robin Hood at all. I'm just saying there are better avenues when you want to take this serious. Like me, I don't take my money for fake and I don't take my money to play with. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to be with somebody. If I have an issue, I can get on the phone and call TD Ameritrade I can get on the phone and call E-Trade. I can get on the phone and call Charles Schwab and talk to somebody about something that's going on. Whereas with Robinhood, you got to email somebody. And that's kind of not my strong point. Um, so that's let's understand that first. Second thing is but you get paid two ways when you invest in the, in the stocks. The two ways you get paid is one, through cold hard cash, which is dividends. Now, every company doesn't pay dividends out, right? Every company doesn't pay dividends out, but a dividend is now a portion of the profit that a company now pays to you, right? So let's talk about that for a second before we even go a little further, right? So this is how the dividend is paid out, and we'll just use EYL as a company, right? So EYL is a public company. We're going to speak that into the future. I am going to be... Talk to him. I like that. Talk to him. I like that. It rang the bell. I need to be right there. Right? So we got EYL as a public traded company, right? So EYL, you know, we understand how EYL, we start understanding. One of the things is understand how EYL makes money, right? So once we understand how EYL makes money, right, we want to be a part of that. We want to see, are they profitable? Are they not profitable? If they aren't profitable, we want to see how long will they be profitable? So that's one of the things about having what's called the earnings report or earnings statement, right? So the company comes in and the company EYL tells us, look, y'all, we not profitable right now, but we'll be profitable in three to five years. We'll be profitable and uh, we'll be profitable. And they give us a time span on when we're gonna be profitable, right? And so when they do that, now we can say, okay, since you're not profitable, what is the expectations on how you're going to become profitable, 
right? So no company can pay dividends if they're not gonna be profitable, right? So this is what we gonna do. If EYL was profitable and they say, okay, we're gonna pay everybody who invested in our business these dividends, right? So let's say in this quarter, three months, EYL says, we're gonna declare a dividend of 50 cent per share, right? So now what happens is, let's say they made $100,000 this quarter. They take $50,000 and say, yo, $50,000 we're gonna pay bills with, right? We got $50,000 remaining. We're gonna take $20,000 and put that up to the side. That's, we're gonna use that to acquire other businesses, acquire, you know, make other investments, right? And we're gonna take the 30,000 and break that down and pay that to our investors. That makes sense to everybody? Mm-hmm. And so now what we're doing now is we're going to take that 50 cent and pay that to every investor, which will equal $2 a year. Or you'll hit a term per share or you'll hit a term annually. So EYL will pay $2 annually per share or they will pay 50 cent per share per quarter. If y'all feel what I'm saying right now, just so far, just say we trapping. If that makes sense to y'all. Yo, did we give them fair warning that trapping attire was required? Is we trapping or we trapping? Good, come on. D- there we go. <laughs> now we talking. Bacon soda. <laughs> Trap attire. You ain't tell them in advance. I had to tell my them. Bad. That's my bad. I- I thought I was with the like the trappers be already know what we do. They already know. I forgot I'm with the earners, so don't like, they gotta get introduced to me. Exactly, again. exactly. Look, and I, some I, of the tubers they not really familiar, so I gotta let them know in advance. Trap and tire is acquired earners. Y'all know how this works. Don't play yourself. Reward yourself. Get ready. <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. I I I be I I gotta start coming back because it's been a while since I've been on. That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> like, awesome it's been game. a while. Like I've been letting my bros like go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> They've been going crazy. So I just been like, okay, like, so listen, let me say this before we go even further. You're like, so let me say this. This is this is this is clutch, right? So I'm not a financial advisor, <laughs> right? Everything that I say is for education and entertainment purposes only, right? Know that in order to be a great investor, you must learn how to mitigate the risk. You must understand the pros and cons that comes with investing, right? I'm not a financial advisor, but I know one by the name of Rashad, <laughs> one part of the Eliezer family. He can take your glory. I can only take you to the trap house. <laughs> <laughs> My now bad. We, now, we trapping. now we trapping. Now we trapping. It's been a minute, right? So uh, let's talk about that when it comes to dividends, right? So let's just get to that part first. Remember, there's two ways that we can get paid, right? The first way is through dividends, right? So we understand that dividends is the cohort cash that every, that not every kind of, but dividend paying companies pay to their investors, right? So here's the thing. Every company doesn't pay dividends, y'all. Every company doesn't pay dividends, but just because the company doesn't pay dividends doesn't mean it's not a great company. Think about your Facebooks, think about your Amazons, think about your Googles, think about your Teslas, think about your Netflix. We can go on and so forth. What happens is when a company doesn't pay dividends, what they'll do is instead of paying that cold hard cash to you as an investor, 
they take that money, pour it back into the business. And then you get the reward of seeing your equity grow in the business, right? I see a question. What makes a company decide whether or not they pay dividends? Let me answer that question if y'all don't mind. So what happens is a company will get to a certain state or a certain level where they feel like, yo, our growth isn't as much as it was early on, right? So Amazon has so much growth and it probably wouldn't pay a dividend for the next 10, 20 years, right? 10 years or something like that, right? But Apple has been around so long, they still have growth, right? And they feel like, yo, you know what? We want to reward our investors for this. Now, what you'll see is two of the things I look for just to get y'all in this, and I don't want to take y'all off. When we're looking at dividends, we look at, I look at two things. One is the payout ratio, meaning how much are they paying out of their profit to us, right? For me, I would like a company to be paying me anywhere between 50 and 65%. Well, Trap, why not more than that? Because I'm not a greedy investor, right? Because if they pay me 75% of their profit, then now they can't grow the business like I want. And so I would rather take my money a little bit in the dividend, but more in the growth, because as long as we see growth, as long as they're adding value to the business, the share price is going to continuously increase at a good pace. Does that make sense to everybody? Yep. We trapping? Mm -hmm. All right, cool. All right, so that's where the decision comes in, right? It's saying, okay, if we were growing at 15, 20, 30, if we were growing at 60% a year and our growth rate has scaled down to about 20%, okay, let's start paying some dividends because we want to reward people for being with us, right? And we don't want them to feel like they got to go somewhere else, right? So dividends, one, is a great style of investing, but it's also a way for uh, companies to reward you for believing in them. So let's say we go back to EYL. EYL is going to be the reference we're going to always use, right? So what happens is right now EYL will be what I would call a young book, right? This is a this is in a while back I broke down how I look at companies, right? So EYL will be a young book. They're new to the game. They got a whole lot of potential, yo, right? They're going to make some mistakes along the way, but that's what happens in a growth process, right? So what happens is this, though. They're not going to pay us no dividends right now. Because they're taking every dollar that they make to reinvest into the business. And so because they're reinvesting into the business, they can still grow at a rapid rate. Y'all with me? Mm -hmm. So now check this out too, though. When a company does pay dividends, here's the pro to it. When a company does pay dividends, what happens is anytime you see a, a market correction, or a, comp a stock price is falling, dividend-paying companies don't fall as much as everybody else. I like to use this analogy. You ever got a butt whipping from your mama before, but then you said, you know what? I know I'm about to get this ass whooping. I'm going to go put another pair of pants on. <laughs> I mean, if I ever did that, I'm going to go put another pair of pants on. So you put another pair of shorts on, you put another pair of pants on right quick, and that kind of take the blow away. Right, or so you thought until she started hitting you on your wrist and uh, your back, uh, and you're like, "Damn, I ain't had no protection for that." Right. <laughs> so that's what happened with dividends. So most often, what happens is when a company pays dividends, because they're paying the dividends, because they have that cash for that, they often don't take the same hit 
as it would if it wasn't painting one. Does that make sense to everyone? Does that make sense? Is that is that we we locking in right here? We traveling and, 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 and dividends are are not guaranteed. Like they can stop dividends yeah, at any that, point in time. That's one hundred percent. So yeah. again, at dividends, so we looking at this. So now we tap into something else while we just talking about dividends, right? One of the things we want to look at is a track record. And this is why we don't want you. This is why that other one made sense about the payout ratio, right? So what happens is this. A company that has, and this will get a little bit into like finance, what I get into with it. But we want to be invested in businesses with great financials, with businesses with a lot with cash on deck, positive cash flow, positive cash on deck. And I don't want to go through with people here because we won't. We want to keep it in that one-on-one sector. But the reason why we want that is because in hard times, what we don't want them to do is cut it. See, during a pandemic, a lot of companies did two things. They cut the dividend or they suspended the dividend. The reason being was because they didn't have enough cash to withstand, one, they didn't know how long the pandemic was going to happen. So they didn't have, they didn't have enough cash reserves to say, okay, I can still pay my dividends and take care of my business financially. One of the two things got to happen. I got to cut this dividend so I can make sure the company stay afloat or I'm going to take on more debt to stay afloat. You never want those two things to happen. So you saw companies like Exxon, you saw companies, you know, cutting their dividend, pausing their dividend, airline businesses, cruise ship businesses, cutting their dividend, freezing them because they couldn't do it. The, they couldn't burn $60 million a day because nobody was flying and still pay you a dividend, not knowing this was going to take another year, year and some change. Right. So they cut it or they freezed it or whatever. You don't want that. You want a company that's in a good financial state that can continuously pay you that dividend. And so some of the companies you'll look at was called like dividend aristocrats, dividend kings, dividend challengers, right? These are companies that have paid dividends for 10 years, 25 years, and 30 years plus. But we don't want, I don't want to go too far down the line with that, right? But that's- hey, real, real, yep. real quick, when, when a company suspends its dividend, is there usually a time frame when they can pick it back up? They can't. So it's now it's up to them. Like, when do we get our finances back on track? What does mm -hmm. the future look like? Is the industry picking back up? Right? You start seeing things like that. So now they got to make a hard decision. They got to make that financial decision. And that's not a decision you want to have to worry about. Mm -hmm. Right? So if you're going to pick a company, so let's even say this, right? I want y'all to know this before I get into the other way. When you're looking at dividend paying companies, you want to look at what's called that dividend yield, right? So let me tell you what the yield is. The yield is simply the portion of the stock price that's being paid out to you in cash. So if a company's dividend yield is 7%, you take 7% of that stock price and you'll know exactly what you're getting as a dividend, right? So if Apple is 200 and something dollars and their dividend is 1.9%, then you take that 1.9% and that'll give you what they're paying you as a dividend. Make sense to everybody? No, that's a fact. And let me just reset the room real quick um, for anybody that has just joined. We are talking about stocks, how to get involved in stocks, how to start investing in stocks at the ground level. And um, 
you know, it was crazy. I don't know if you saw Market Mondays on Monday when uh, Mike Novogratz, when he was mm -hmm. on. And, uh, you know, he's a Bitcoin billionaire. And Bitcoin a, billionaire. That's a fact. He's a whale. And there's only like three whales in America, him and the Winklevoss twins. So it's like, he's, you know, he's, he's kind of an elite guy. And he was watching what we were saying, what Ian was talking about. And he was like, I was shocked. He was like, I'm, I'm surprised that you guys are giving this much information, information away for free. This is a guy that ran a hedge fund that runs an investment firm now that, that um, is worth $6 billion. And me as a financial advisor, like I tell people this all the time, like trap, you know, he, um, he always, he always says that. And I appreciate that as far as like, I'm a financial advisor and he's not, but I can personally tell you that I've been a financial advisor for 12 years and he knows probably more than 95% of my <laughs> colleagues about, yeah. about stocks. So I say that to say, you know, sometimes we take things for granted, but this is, you know, I went to college, I have a college degree. I'm a financial advisor and a lot of this stuff, he teaches me a lot. Like, you know, so this level of education, even though it's basic for today, as far as the conversation, it's not basic. Um, right. So just, just, you know, just keep that in mind. So if you can like the video on YouTube, that would greatly be appreciative, appreciated um, because that does help with the algorithm. So if you could just take a moment to like the video and hopefully you guys have your notepads out and you're taking some notes. Um, so yeah, sorry about that trap, but nah, man, that's you know I always, I always when you say that I'll always be like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Because it's what we do, you know, like we live it, we 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 kind of take it for granted. Like when you hit me, you like, trap, we got to go back to the basics. Like we always have that conversation, like, bro, we got to go back to the basics because what we fail to realize is that we're getting new people in every day, all day. And I'm gonna just be real. I was talking to the guy today. I'm not gonna say the name, but on Wall Street, who I called y'all with and he said something to me man he said we are now in a time and first he was like he told me the same thing he was like i've been following you for a while and i'm impressed at how much information you give away he was like i'm impressed he was like i know people on wall street don't want you to be saying that <laughs> yeah. like real talk man been on wall street 40 years like, I know people on Wall Street don't want that to be said. Because what happens is that puts certain people out of jobs. You know what I'm saying? So when I hear Rashad say that often, I just be like, damn, because so many people coming in and I still learn. I still learn every day. I'm learning more. I'm learning from different people. I'm learning from different books. I'm just in, I'm in my brain. Um, and so this comes out effortly. This is our everyday conversation. So for people to, to get this, man, I truly want, that's what trap attire require really means. It yeah. means bring your pen and your pad, yo. Like bring that. And if, if you're above this level, that's cool. This is a refresher for you. You know what I'm saying? That's how I always feel. Like if this, if you pass this, this is the refresher. Cause once you gain so much knowledge, sometimes you forget the basics. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we call that a review in the education field. <laughs> <laughs> hey, somebody's, somebody's asking what a share is. And so really quickly, and this is something that we, we deal with with our students, a share is a piece of ownership in a company. And so the best mm -hmm. way we like to explain it is think of a pie of pizza. Mm -hmm. right? that, that, that pie gets cut into eight slices, 10 slices, a million slices. Each piece is a part of ownership. And so the more slices you buy, the more ownership you have in that pie. 
Um, and so that that's what a share is. I see some people in the Zoom, in the Zoom uh, the earners are asking what a share is. That's what, I, I when wanna, saying share, I, that's I wanna, what it is. I want to ask you a question because we talk about ETFs a lot on Market mm-hmm. Monday. I know you talk about ETFs a lot, uh, but people might, they still might not fully understand what an ETF is. So um, can you talk about what an e, what an ETF is? All right, cool. Let me say this first, Rashad, before we do that. And the second way you get paid through a stock is through equity. The first way is dividend. The second way is the second is equity. So equity is if you're invested in a business that probably doesn't pay dividends, what that's simply saying is if you put $10 in and the stock goes up to 15, you now have $5 in equity in it, right? If it goes up to a hundred, now you have $90 in equity in it. Now here's the thing. The only way you can get that money is by selling it. The only way you get that money is by selling it. I want you all to think long-term when we talk about, you got to ask yourself, am I a trader or am I an investor? Somebody said, don't forget to talk about all the types of stop losses. That's cool. But as an investor, I want you to think long term. And sometimes those things are null and void. Right. When you think an investor, we're not worrying about like stop losses as an investor. As a trader, we talking different. We talking investing here. So we talking buy a company, hold it. As the company grows, we grow. At some point, we sell, take profits, and then reinvest. That's what we're talking, right? So that is that does make sense, family. Uh, limit all this market, all the stop loss. But right now, we're just talking buy and hold, long-term, mid-term investing. We, we don't even do that. At, at right, Not right now. Not right now. Great point, though. So I want you all to know that when it comes to stocks, you get paid two ways. One is through dividends. The next way is through equity. The dope part about dividends is you get paid two times. You get paid through dividends and you get paid through equity. Um, so one, and before I move to the ETF that Rashad asked me, some people ask, when are dividends normally paid? So they're paid depending on a company. They can normally it's every three months, which is every quarter, right? So you'll you'll pay quarterly. Some companies pay once a year. Some people like Disney pay every six months, semi-annually. So you would have to figure out, you know, it's easy, you go to the company and they'll tell you how they paying their dividends out. And then and then some companies actually can pay a special dividend, but that's a whole nother thing. So just to let y'all know that right quick. Um, so Shaq asked me to talk about ETS. Um, and so for me, um, I personally feel that um, as a beginner investor, ETFs are a great way to start. Um, I personally own two ETFs now. Um, and so it's not just limited to beginner investors, right? So what happens is, let's let's think about it like this. Let's see, and this is the best way that I always learned how to talk about it. So let's say you walked into the grocery store and you wanted to buy a bag of chips, right? But you didn't know exactly what bag of chips you wanted to buy. But we also know that in a bag of chip aisle, there's pretzels, popcorn, crackers, uh, just wafers, cookie, all that is in a bag of chip aisle, right? So let's think about this. Each bag of chips or each pretzel, each cookie represented a company, right? So each cookie, each, each cookie brand, each pretzel brand, each popcorn brand, each bag of chip brand, they all represented a different company, 
but they all are on the bag of chip aisle. Right? The ETF is saying, I don't know which cookie, cracker, popcorn, potato chip I want, but I know I want one of them, so I'm going to just buy the whole aisle. That's the ETF. That's the ETF. An ETF is simply saying, I want to buy in a certain sector of the market, but I don't know which company I want. So mm. I get this sector. Now, different ETFs can be for the same sector, but have different companies inside of it. Right? So you can buy a marijuana ETF, MJ, but it may have Kronos, it may have uh, Canopy Group, it may have... Yeah, them, but then you may get YOLO. It may have, it may not have uh, Canopy Growth. It may have GW. It may have um, IIPR. You know, it may have different ones, but it's still different marijuana ETFs, right? So that everybody understand, that's exactly what an ETF is. It gives you the option to be inside of a sector that you like, and if you don't know exactly which company you have or which company like you want to go with, you still want to research it, you can go there. One of the ETFs I personally got in was one called PRNT. I told Troy about it a while back, right? right. It's a 3D printing ETF. I was still learning the companies in there. I was still doing research on the companies in there, but I bought the ETFs. I was like, yo, this is a hot industry that's going to be around for a long. This is the This is where we're headed at. So I bought the ETF until I'm able to break down and understand all of those companies. The dope part about the ETF is this. They almost automatically do all the research for you. So they've already put the best companies in there, the best performing companies, they've already done it. Now, the dope part about the ETF is also this. They will change those companies out once a year, depending on the performance. Or what they'll do is they'll say this company is performing well, this company is performing bad, but this company is slowing down. All right, let's use an example. Earn Your Leisure has the ETF. Inside of the ETF, they got Wall Street Trapper, they got Matt the Mortgage Guy, they got David Shands, they got every um, you know Ash Cash, the new people. Everybody is in there. Now here's the thing: everybody will have a different percentage. Right. So they may have, I'm going to be biased to myself. They got 40% of the ETF in Wall Street Trap. You feel? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> going stock going way up. <laughs> you feel me? 40% of the ETF is in Wall Street Trap. 10% of the ETF, 15% uh, of the ETF may be in Mad the Mortgage Guy. So on, so forth until we get to a 100%. Here's the thing. They may say, Matt going to kill me for this. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say Matt the Marcus guy slowed up a little bit. <laughs> he, didn't he didn't perform as well this year. But <laughs> let's say David Shands like was increased, like his wave was growing. So what EYL would do is say, yo, we'll take Instead of Matt having 20%, we'll take 5% of our position from Matt and add it to David Shands. 
And so now David Shands will go from maybe 10% to 15%, and Matt will go from 20% to 15%. And so that's what they do in ETFs. They, if, if one company isn't performing as they expected, they'll take position from that company and add it into, the, into another company inside of the ETF so the ETF can keep performing well. Yeah. If one per company is just not performing at all, then that fund manager will take that company out and replace it with someone else. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense to everybody? Absolutely. And real quick, so some people are asking where they could find ETFs. And so ETFDB.com is a great yep. site. It'll show you exactly what Trap is talking about inside of the ETF. And another thing that people don't realize is the number of sectors. So there's 11 sectors mm -hmm. on the market. And so we, I'm going to run through them because people always ask, like we talk about technology a lot because, yeah, we invest in technology companies. So energy is a sector. Materials is a sector. Industrials, consumer discretionary, consumer staples, healthcare financials, information technology, telecommunication services, utilities, and real estate. Those are the 11 sectors of the market. And so if you're familiar with the things you're investing in now, or if you're trying to get invested in, again, we always say, we'll start, look around you, where your money going now. Your money might be going to one of those 11. It definitely is going to one of those 11. So get familiar with them. And ETFDB is a, is a great resource to find exactly what they're holding in, the allocation percentages, and how they perform. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Matt. And shout out to shout Matt. Out yo, we love Matt, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Look, hey, I'm yo. texting Matt right now. Like, yeah, I've been going home. I've been going They said they can feel an MG rant coming. Nah, nah, this, that's our brother, man. That's our brother. That's I'm texting while y'all talking. I'm like, Matt, I meant no harm. <laughs> I love you. I love you, Matt. That's the goat, man. That's the goat. That's the goat. Uh, nah, but that, that's, and you know, another way, honestly, just like to be completely honest about it, if you really want to just be really lazy about it, you can Google um, top performing ETFs in the space. So like, even if you was looking like biotech, like, you know, IBB, like, you know, um, mm -hmm. I'm invested in IBB and um, yep. you know, I heard about IBB before, but let's say I didn't know about IBB. I know that, you know, the coronavirus, bio, biotech is a big thing. We talked about it on Market Mondays before. Oh, what, no matter how you feel about the vaccine or whatever, it's an industry and um, biotech is here to stay and it's only, you know, going to get bigger and bigger, it looks like. So you might be interested in investing in a biotech stock, but it might be risky to invest in just one biotech company that you might not know too much about. So now the ETF is kind of like, you know, a way to, to mitigate that risk because you're not investing in one company, you're investing in 20 companies or 25 companies. However, many companies is actually in the ETF. So I always tell people that, that and index funds, we can talk about index funds as well, um, is the easiest route because that's the hurdle that people have when they get, it's like, which stock to buy and when to buy it. And then it kind of becomes like, you know, double Dutch. Like you don't know when to get in, when to get out. I'm just randomly just gonna buy Tesla because Elon Musk just tweets Oh, God. about Dogecoin, something like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So an ETF is a good way to ease your way into the stock market. Um, and then another strategy that we use with ETFs is um, to cherry pick like the top performing. So like XLK, okay. um, you want to talk about that strategy a little bit, Trap? Uh, are, are we talking about just picking companies from... Well, like, so what we do sometimes with the XL, so like XLK, when they have like, 20 different stocks inside of it, but their top mm -hmm. two holdings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apple and Microsoft, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, like me personally, me personally, I'm invested in XLK and I'm invested in Apple. 
So uh-huh. Apple, if Apple does 100%, XLK <laughs> might do 20%, right? Because yep. Apple only makes up like 10% of the portfolio. Yep. But if, if Apple's underperforming, XLK could potentially do better than Apple. So it's a hedge. Mm-hmm. So now instead of putting all my eggs in one basket, like all my eggs with just Apple, I have Apple and I have XLK. So I, yep. I'm hedged. So if, yep. Apple, if Apple underperforms, I got the all-star team, which is the ETF. Yep. Um, but, if, but if Apple goes crazy, then it's going to... Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, you know what you can do is, and, and I'm glad you said that. It was like, before I knew of ETFDB, that's the first thing I did. I looked at the companies that I was spending money with and I typed in ETF. So I literally put Amazon ETF and I saw which ones were performing best. And I said, oh, wait, this spider one is performing. Okay, let's move that route. And so mm-hmm. when you see, again, he's invested in Apple. We both invested in Apple and XLK, but another one, right? XLY had XLY. 23% XL. Uh, Amazon allocation. I think Amazon's not going anywhere, right? There's a reason why we're using it. There's a reason why they're the number two e-commerce business in the world. We believed in it. All right, well, we're going to play the singular position and we're going to have the ETF just for the balance. Yeah, yeah. And that's always great. Um, And I think Rashad talked about it too, like knowing um, when to get in and when to get out. So for me, when I'm thinking ETFs, when I buy ETFs and I actually did a class on it um, in my group, um, so for me, what I like to do with ETFs, you're going to buy ETFs. So I personally am not a fan of dollar cost averaging. That's just me. But when it comes to ETFs, I think that is a great way to, uh, that is one of the ways I do agree with you dollar cost averaging. And with dollar cost averaging is simply saying you're taking every month at a, you're buying a certain amount of shares in the business, no matter what. Um, and so what I like about that, the only thing I will say is you never want to buy ETF at the 52 week high, right? You never want to buy anything at a 52 week high and a 52 week high is saying, this is the highest this stock has been over the last 52 weeks, right? So a 52 high, anytime you hear that, this company has just hit a 52 week high, uh, all time high, right? You never want to buy a company at its 52 week high. Always let it come back down a little bit. Let it get a little pressure off of it. Let some people sell a little bit. And then we buy a little more. Let me say this. And this is something, even we got into this, we didn't talk about this. How stock prices actually move. I think that's something before we get into, before we get in, I mean, we got into it already, but let's talk about how stock prices actually move. Right? So what happens is this. I want you all to know this. We personally do not move stock prices. We don't have enough money yet. Right? It takes millions and billions of dollars to move a stock price 50 cents. Right? So what happens is this. These huge investors, so that's one of the things I study a lot. I study, they call them whales, they call them, you know, elephants and it's just saying these are people who buy 500,000 or more shares at a time this is how we this is how stock prices move right i don't care if everybody on instagram retail investors start buying one stock that's not going to move it but if a bunch of hedge funds get by reddit did not do it and let's clear that up they did not do it and it came out showing that they didn't do it there was a lot of money behind that so i don't want you to think that they did that 
actually came out on C CNBC and found out that there was a lot of hedge funds behind that. So what happens is this. It takes a lot of big institutions. So when we talk about institutions, we're talking insurance companies. We're talking banks. We're talking hedge funds. We're talking uh pension funds, all of these people are the whales. These are people buying a whole bunch of shares at one time, moving stock prices. So we'll go back again. So let's say this. Now we're not going to talk earn your leisure. We're going to talk Rashad, Rashad, Troy, myself, Matt, and every, let's say our circle, we all billionaires, right? And so Troy says... Man, I'm about to buy this EYL stock because even because he owned the company, he can still buy shares of it, right? So Troy says, man, I'm about to go buy $5 million of EYL stock. Rashad goes buy $5 million of EYL stock. I go buy $5 million of EYL stock. Matt go buys $5 million of EYL stock. What do you think going to happen to EYL stock? Going up, way up. It's going up. So now what happens is as it goes up, now the retail investors start saying, yo, that's going up. I'm about to buy some too. So now the retail investors buy it. They getting in, but you're not moving the stock price up like you think. Now Matt has bought five million shares. David Shane's bought five million. Everybody in our circle now bought five, 10 million shares. The stock price goes up. Once the stock price goes up for a certain amount of time, Troy says, you know what? I'm about to sell. I'm about to sell my five million shares because now his five million shares has turned to fifteen million dollars. It's time for him to now take this profit and go about his day until he finds something else to do. So Troy takes his five million. So when Troy takes his five million, Rashad said, "You know what? I'm taking my five million too." Everybody takes their five million out. Now what happens to the stock? Stock price comes down. Mm -hmm. What happens now is. The retail investor, if you bought in at the 52-week high, you're now stuck holding that bag because you now need Rashad, Rashad, Troy, Matt, Trap. You need us to get back in it for that stock to go back up like that, right? So this is one of the ways I'm saying, like, we're not buying that 52-week highs and we're not following trends. We're buying great businesses at good prices. And if you aren't able to do that yet, then ETFs are a great way for you to get in that. ETFs and index funds. Does that make sense to everybody? We we trapping right now. Let me know if we trapping, y'all. We, we trapping or we trapping. Get the Pyrex on. I, I want to go to questions, but before before we go to questions, um, can you just talk about in, index funds? Uh, yeah, we can definitely talk about that. So and and just to, um, so I saw some people say, where can I get ETF? Everything that we mentioned here today is when when the first thing that that Trap spoke about was the brokerage account. Um, so when you set up your brokerage account, whether it's with TD or whether it's with Fidelity, um, or Robinhood, wherever you set your brokerage account up, all of these places um are you can you can buy an ETF, you can buy stock, you can buy um uh, a lot of mutual funds, um. And you can buy index funds as well. So you can do it all for most reputable brokerage accounts. You can do all at the same same place. For sure. Um, so 
uh, index funds. So let's talk about that, right? So index funds come in a lot of ways. Um, so, but most notably, thank you, beautiful. I love you so much. It's my daughter, y'all. So uh, index funds. So you think about the S&P 500, that's an index. Think about the Russell 2000, that's an index. Think about the QQQ, the NASDAQ, that's an index. You think about the Dow Jones, these are indexes, right? So an index fund typically performs the same way as the index does. It mocks that. So if the S&P is up 5%, then the SPY or the VOO, which are two, in, they're up 5%. If the NASDAQ is up 5%, then that index fund will be up 5%. But here's the dope part. Index funds can also get into, like you can get large cap indexes, small cap indexes, medium cap indexes. So what that is, is so now what happens is you have mega caps, which is anything that is 200 billion or better, well, more than 100 billion or better. So any stocks that are worth 100 billion or more, your Johnson & Johnson's, your Apple, these are mega cap stocks. And then you have your large cap. So these are stocks that are up to 100 billion, right? So these are large caps. So what happens is you can get an index fund with large cap stocks in it. So it would just be all stocks worth 100 billion or more. You can get a mega cap index fund. It'll be just stocks worth uh hundred billion in that hundred billion or more. And the reason why those are index funds as well is because it is just these stocks in this, and they are only going to track how this index is doing, how these 100 companies, how these hundred billion dollar companies are doing, how these $200 billion companies are doing. So index funds, now the thing about the index compared to the ETF is this. In the index, you can have companies from every sector in it. That's the difference. An index fund, I can have, it'll have tech stocks, it'll have uh, consumer, it'll have somebody from all 11 sectors inside of that index, right? Right? So somebody say, wouldn't a large cap index be more expensive? Not at all. How much the stock, oh, this is a great, 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 great. I'm glad you said that. The price of the stocks, have nothing to do with the price of the index or the ETF. The price of the stock has nothing to do with the price of the index or the ETF. Apple stock may be, that thing may have Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, Google. If we bought them individually, that can easily be a $4,000, $5,000 ETF or index. That same index or all those companies in it, can cost you $50, $92, $100, $140. So the price of the index has nothing to do, the price of the stocks inside of the index have nothing to do with the price of the index itself. There you have it. So what I wanna do is go to questions if we can. So let me just um, reset the room real quick. So anybody that has joined after we originally started. So what we're, what we're doing here is what's called open enrollment. Once a month, we have an open enrollment. So EYL University, that's our private education arm. 
to Earn Your Leisure. Earn Your Leisure is the podcast, is our YouTube channel, is our Instagram, all of that stuff every single day for free, free information. Um, but some people need a little bit more guidance and more importantly, a community. So we created EYL University, which is quickly becoming the fastest growing online educational platform in the world. 8,000 members, shout out to all the earners out there. And what we do at EYL University, we do weekly classes. So this is like an in, uh, insight look into like a weekly class. We do this every Wednesday at eight o'clock. Um, and what makes this different, a lot of times people say like, what's different from this in the YouTube? What's different from this in the podcast? Um, one of the main differences is that it's interactive. So we're about to go into the Zoom where you don't, you know, you might watch something on YouTube. You don't get a chance to actually interact with the people that are actually on the podcast. So this is part of it. Another thing is that it's a community. Um, so yesterday we had an event, a private event in LA only for EYL University members. And we had my bro 19 Keys was there, Mike Rashid, uh, Alice Good Energy, Him 500, Miss Business, Shiggy, Atia Blair. They were all there with about a hundred earners. And it was a private, it was a private event. We are going to do that in Atlanta and um, hopefully in New York too, as long as we can um, get that off. But if not New York, then probably Jersey, but Atlanta definitely coming soon. So that's the community feel, but we also have MG, the mortgage guy does biweekly real estate calls. Once again, it's Zoom. Um, I do monthly financial planning calls. That's the only way I'm actually speaking about my financial planning business these days is that. Um, and then we also have MG, the mortgage guys, home buyers blueprint included inside the package. Um, so that's over 15 hours of home buying, every single thing you need to know. We have a Facebook group with 6,000 members in a Facebook group. And to me, the best part about the whole situation is that there's 20 infinity groups. So people get to network with each other. So a lot of times people say like, I don't have like-minded friends. I don't have friends that talk about this stuff because that's really how you really grow is the, the circle that you're around. So there's 20 infinity groups. There's a 50 and over club. There's a crypto club. I think there's even an NFT club at this point. There's a um, stock club, real estate club. And this is done with the community members networking and building on their own. It's value. You can't even place a value on that. Um, and we're constantly adding. We have our group chat call, me, Troy, our boy Francis. Um, we go over our personal portfolios, go over stock charts once a month. So there's so many different resources that we have with that. Um, so this, once again, this is like a preview of that. If you are interested, we've pinned the link 65% off of the price that will be changed. It'll still be discounted, but it's going from 65% off to 50% off. So you can do the math on that. Uh, but it's a 48 hours until we, until we change to 50% off. Yeah. And I know there's a few people that are wondering what will I be behind when I get inside of EYL university? No, you won't be behind everything we've done for the past, what, how many months? Almost two years, really. It's like 18 months. 18 months. It's been it's, archived. It's archived. Every video that we've ever done, when it was just me and Rashad uh, doing classes, and to now we have a, a list of professors doing classes. It's all there. And we have none other than EYL Jen, who holds orientation. So if you're new to it and you feel like you're kind of lost, we have an orientation, just like any other school would have, like a freshman orientation. We have an earner's orientation. So you can get familiar with how to move around the site, how to move around the community is dope. Did you mention the book club? Shout out to the, the, book, club. the book club. It's become yeah. a, a therapy club. Well, we, we, um, yeah, we, it's we, a lot going on. We <laughs> school, school, you know, we realized that it's not the institution of school that's the problem. It's what they're teaching. But if you really look at it, school actually has a lot of good things as far as the community. They have like mascots. They keep people engaged. 
um, but they're just teaching nonsense. So we took the same structure that a school has for a fraction of the price, and we're actually teaching something that's really beneficial. So, yeah, we pinned the link, EYLUniversity.com. And let's get to some questions if we can, because yeah. this is this is probably the most beneficial part of the whole situation. Uh, who we got? Let's go. Let's start down here. Let's start down here. Vanessa, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on, Vanessa? Hey, y'all. How y'all doing today? Hope y'all doing good. Um, I actually surprised y'all clicked on me. I was just eating a hot Cheeto puff right now. So excuse me if I sound a little like I'm munching a bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, so I'm just now getting started into, um, you know, investing and stuff. I really want to invest in some ETFs. Are there any ones that I would recommend for like, um, like if I want to start investing into water commodities? Yeah, actually funny you say that. Um, there is an ETF, a water ETF that we spoke about before. Um, P-H-O, yep. that, is, that is Invesco's water resource. Um, so we, had, we did an episode on, on water. On, that's a really big episode for us. Yeah, shout out to Paula McCarthy. Shout out to Paula. Um, and if you look at P-H-O, if you look at their chart, it's extremely impressive. Um, water is something that is probably the most essential part of life, water and air. You can't live without it. And if you watch that episode, you understand that um, there's a shortage of clean drinking water, yeah. which has made the value of water even go up even more. This is why um, water is being traded on the stock market. And that ETF is uh, booming. If you look at their five-year chart, their five-year chart is extremely impressive. Yeah. Invesco is um, a very good company. So yes, that is that is a water ETF. I don't know if anybody else has any others, but that is definitely yeah, that it's crazy. As you were saying it, everybody was putting it in the chat. So it means that you know our <laughs> earners have heard the information and now they're replaying and and and, and giving the information now. So that's dope. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm definitely looking to PHO, but when it comes to breaking down an ETF and like starting to kind of do your research on specific companies. Um, with those that ETF database that y'all just um hooked us up with, is that something that you would recommend to like look at to really do your research on? Yeah, I think it's a great starting point for sure. Um, I'm I'm doing it right now as I'm talking to you, so that's, it'll give that's you one of the great spaces you can look at, but don't stop there. Yeah, you don't stop there. It's a great starting point because it's gonna it's gonna tell you what's inside of it. It's gonna tell you how it's performing. It's gonna tell you its exception. It's gonna tell you the expense ratio. It's gonna tell you a history of the company, um, and it's gonna tell you how it performed against other uh, ETFs in its sector. And so that's always valuable information. But that's not the end all be all. It's a great starting point to get you familiar with what's inside of the ETF that you're investing in. Okay. All right. I don't want to um, break guidelines or anything, but I appreciate y'all's help. Um, shout out to y'all for real. Y'all really changing lives out here. Um, just wish y'all the best. Hey, thank you, Vanessa. Thank you. And, and shout out to the Flaming Hot Cheetos. That's, that's, that's another benefit at EYL University. You can stay at, sit at home and eat hot Cheetos. <laughs> Learn at your own. No, no fridge break. 495 M Max on. 
Hood nigga, hot Cheetos, what I snack on. Hey, <laughs> it's all there. It's all there. Hey. All right, Pierre, we coming to you. Hey, shout out to Paula. She's on the check-in. Shout out to Paula. Shout out to Paula. Yeah, yeah, she's locked in right now. Hold on, Pierre. I don't know what's going on. Nah, Pierre, we're gonna have to pass on you, bro. I don't know. I don't know what that message is about. Uh Terrence, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? What's up, family? Greetings, kings and queens. How y'all doing tonight? We good, we good, Blessings brother. How are you? Good, already, already, man. Just enjoying this, this uh, networking, man, and consuming all this good knowledge you guys sharing with us, man. Greatly appreciate it. Appreciate you, beloved. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I just wanted to uh, holler at Wall Street and ask him, how would you uh, go about transferring a Robinhood account to like a TD Ameritrade account. Cause I got both, but mm -hmm. I was considering doing it in the past, but I ain't want to do it and mess up my portfolio. Mm -hmm. Cause a lot of people was getting locked out when that everybody was doing that mm -hmm. on the fiasco with the game stopping all that. Mm -hmm. So I fell back on it and I just um, still got all my, you know, shares and whatnot with, with Robinhood, but I'm definitely considering switching it up. So I just wanted to know your take on that. Nah, so what happens is anyone you want, like you go to TD Ameritrade, they have a, actually a, a, a breakdown on how you can do it. They actually want you to transfer, right? right. So okay. there's a split, and everybody has it. Like whether it's TD Ameritrade, Fidelity, Charles Schwab, um, you can call me like, yo, I want, I actually had to get like 10 of my trappers. They had, they wanted to swap over. So okay. you just call them and they'll shoot, they'll give you a breakdown on what you got to do. Um, in most cases, I think TD Ameritrade, they actually cover the fee, um, okay. for, for switching over. I don't know about y'all swab and fidelity, but I think that TD Ameritrade covers the fee. Um, so you can actually do that. Yeah, I think it, it, and if it was a fee, I don't think it's that much um, yeah. of a, a fee. So it definitely is something I'm going uh, to consider doing sooner than later. So yeah. really appreciate that, bro. Because they want, they want you over there. Yeah, they want you over there. They want you. I'm not going to lie, man. So I actually had opened up a Robinhood uh, account, yeah. but it was just to, like, show people, because it was easy to just take a snapshot on my phone. But I was like, man, I'm not about to do this, man. Um, yeah, somebody says a seventy-five dollar fee. Yeah, for sure. Like, I yeah, it is seventy-five. Yeah, yeah. Like, not oh, that much. You know what I'm saying? But they have an actual. They'll walk you through what you got to do, and they'll switch it all over. You won't lose nothing, man. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. And Trap, um, it was Trap. another thing. Okay, I'm sorry, I got that, Troy. No, you got. I was. I was just saying because uh, I heard a few earners telling us that 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 if you switch, they waive the seventy-five dollar fee. Is that correct? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't think it was. Oh, a, okay. I think I, that's because that's what I remember. Like. I remember my trap was switching over and I remember like they waived the fee. Right, right, right. I didn't know who exactly it was. I told him to the Ameritrade for sure because that's who I started. That's who my that's who mine's with. So I remember them waving the fee for switching over. That's why I said that in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And one last thing, I do have cryptocurrency uh in my portfolio with Robinhood, but you know, TD Ameritrade don't deal with the crypto yeah. from my understanding. So what would be your your take on that as far as just go ahead and liquidate that? Because I, I know from doing a little research that they were saying that you 
don't technically own your crypto dealing with Robinhood if you're going through purchasing it through their uh, account. So just don't rock with Robinhood, but they be having too much. They be <laughs> having too love. many snags. They be having too many snags in the game, bro. Like they they the master of the back door, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> so I agree. I, I'm gonna be I with agree. back no business oh, like right, that. No, pause. Feel? That's pause. That's pause. Got to pause. Yeah, pause <laughs> Say less. Say less. That's a New York thing. That's a New York thing. That's a New York thing. These guys. Yeah, yeah. It. Hey, yo, Terrence, yeah. good luck, bro. Already, man. Salute yep, to yep. the Kings. Yeah, Hello. You. Hello. You, bro. Yup. <laughs> now, he's from the NO, so it's all good. That's our brother. These guys here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> What can you do? Emmanuel, we coming to you. Emmanuel, rock up. We coming to you, unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Appreciate you guys. Uh, I've been watching you guys every night you came on, try to put on all my fam to it too. That's dope, appreciate you bro. So, uh, for sure, Trap, I paid you some money too. I got your first couple steps off your joint too. I, I <laughs> spread money out. So I got a couple things. Um, I'm a new, uh, like this. I don't want to brag or nothing, but I'm a newly found six-figure type of dude, so I'm trying to figure out Absolutely. what I can do with my money because they don't do nothing for me just sitting there. So I got a lot of friends that's been doing a little day trading. My pops do some trading, but I don't understand what the hell they be talking about. So my question is, if I'm getting started, I got about five to six grand in there already spread out between some Bitcoin, some Apple shares, some basic stuff. Um but I, what I really want to do, I'm going to listen to Ian and I'm going to listen to you guys. I want to structure it so that I can start replacing my income with it. Mm -hmm. What's a good way for me as somebody that doesn't really know too much, a safe way for me to get in and how much would it cost to start generating some residual, like a hundred dollars a day type of thing. So you got to look for a few things, right? So now if you're trying to do that, you want to get into trading. You don't really want to get into investing. You're trying to just start generating money ASAP. Right, so one of the things I would do is say, and I tell everybody this, like, and you heard Troy say at the beginning, like Wall Street looks like us now, right? So yeah. there's unlimited things that you can do. One of the things what I would say, because you're a six foot and earn a salute to that and be thankful for that, right? Just even right. be able to see that. One of the things you want to start doing is learning the fundamentals so you can start having your money work for you first and foremost, right? And because once you learn the fundamentals now while you're learning the fundamentals then you can try to get it then you can get into trading i have no problem with people day trading i have no problem with people get into options i have no problem with any of that but i think you should learn the fundamentals of buy and hold first and then start getting into that trading thing and when it comes to generating money it's not solely up to you right everybody is different so i can tell you some days i've opened my options account and I've made $60,000, right? And some days I've opened it up and I've made $1,400, right? And so it depends on the actual trade you're making. It depends on the position you have. It also depends on how much you have in there, right? So every everything is not a cookie cutter answer. And I don't want, I don't want to feel like I could just give you one answer that'll fit that. I will say, start with buy and hold, start with understanding that. You see your pastas in trading. Like while you got your money working for you doing that, let's say you got ten, let's say you got six thousand dollars, right? That's the number you said. Take four thousand and put it in buy and hold, and then take the two thousand and learn how to trade with. Gotcha. 
and that'll help you because what happens is you understand that the 2000, um, that's your learning money, right? And take your time, learn it, understand as you go. I will tell you this, when you get into trading, be patient, don't rush, and don't take what's there. Don't make it out what you want it to be. Take what's there. One of the things that happen with people with this options are they start saying, this is what I think it's going to be. This is not. Nah, take what's there and move from that one. Yeah, I learned that with the Dogecoin over the last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bought at 35 and then the pl- I know, I know, I know. I had a homeboy that invested in it November 20th and he bought it a million dollar, 1.1 million tokens for four thousand dollars mm-hmm. sold it two weeks later because he had lost like 500 in it so he missed out on like 300 grand mm. so i know how important that money is and like i said that four grand that i just had playing around where i could have made a move like that so mm-hmm. is is there anything that you could suggest as like a basic read or like a basic knowledge point i should go to that would enhance my knowledge on that or give me like a good foundation on what on trading or on investing on both, like like what you were talking about, what as far as like, um, I know people say you got to be able to recharge, you got to know when to get in and get out. Is there like a, a, a basic structure you could kind of watch for that or something you could do to kind of mimic that? Yep. To First, the hang up. Two things. Uh, EYL does a group chat. I was in there one day when they have people that explain and charts, they do all that. And Wall Street Travel Community, bro. <laughs> Like, I'm just more real. We, we teach it all, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's going to always be my go-to. Like, my brothers over here, they have a whole – I was in there one day where they had the guys in there with breaking charges down. One of the things EYL is good at is saying, yo, I don't know it all, so they bring people in to teach it, right? So that's what they're great at. I even follow the structure. Like, I got somebody coming to teach crypto, right? Well, my, like, that's one of the things you do. Like, I'm great at what I'm great at, but I don't got to be great at everything. So I bring people in who are great. I follow my brother's structure. So that's what you can do. Like they have an idea. Um, they bring, I don't know, I forgot the dude's name. They come in, they show you chart read and they do the whole, and they make it easy for you. So join EYL, bro. Come for me to Wall Street Trap. I me mean, and my community, we talk about fundamentals. We break down how to learn a company, how to read a company, how to understand a company, how to buy the discount price. You don't got to go nowhere. Yeah, that, yeah. That. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yeah, shout, shout out to our boys. Uh, uh, Francis and, and Jay Who. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't think of their name, man. Yeah, <laughs> and I almost made it wrong, man. Those guys are special. Yeah, man. shout out to them, man. They've been, they've been blessing us the last couple of months with that cheat code. Um, yeah. Technical analysis is serious. There's no joke. I got to come down to DC, too, man. Show us some love. Oh, we, we did. Man, DC was a vibe, man. Yeah. Talk, talk about, man. Right. DC was a vibe, man. Right. Talk about. I mean, we we touched the floor. We didn't we, even have to we, dribble we all, the ball. We put we put Wall Street Trapper <laughs> on stage, man. That was your first public speaking. My first. That was my first one that big. I had oh, this like scale? thirty people, but that was the first one that scale, man. Then y'all left me to talk to eighty people by myself. <laughs> Because we had to do like four episodes. Nobody saw that. Before. I know. That's why I ain't trip on it. Like, if we got to do these four episodes, I look back, there's 80 people. I'm like, shit. The line was crazy. Now the line was crazy. We got it done, <laughs> Shout we out to all the earners that was at that event. That was dope, man. We that went was a vibe. Easy. We worked so hard that I fell asleep during the basketball game. I was tired. I, I, I fell in love with DC. That was a vibe. That was dope. Definitely that was dope. Definitely got to go to uh, what that pot was I went to? Buzz Boys and Poets. Favorite spot in DC. Got to go. Southside. 
Shout out to South. I, I live South. there by that big chair. Yes, sir. <laughs> shout out, to, shout out to you, Emmanuel. Shout, shout out to DC, man. All right, let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Let's go to Adrian. We coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on, Adrian? Wow. Yeah. Uh, yo. Thank y'all so much for for choosing me, man. Um. Um. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. yeah perfect. Oh, okay. Um, uh, first of all, I just got like a little quick praise report with regard to, uh, him 500. He was on the show, um, last month and, um, I was able to raise my credit score like a hundred points by just following, um, you know, his process. So I just thank y'all so much for all the stuff that y'all bring into the game. Shout out um, to Mark. Shout out to my boy, him 500. Him, man. not them. He was with us last night at our networking event for EYL university. One of the most dangerous men on the internet. That boy's that boy's different, man. Mm. No doubt, no doubt. Um, yo, when y'all come to Atlanta, I'm like five hours away, but I'll drive and definitely make the trip. So if y'all come to Atlanta, please let me know. I will definitely be up there. Um, I'm gonna get straight to my my question. Uh, I'm gonna call Where you. you I'm I'm in Gainesville, Florida. Well, I said you ain't shit because New Orleans six hours. All right, cool. For sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, trap. Um, I uh, I made a terrible mistake and I got into Coinbase as soon as they opened at like just under 400 and um, mm -hmm. now I think it's like just under 300 so I'm, I lost my shirt um, but uh, you said because um, uh, I follow you on Instagram you were saying that um, you should never get uh, you should never uh, buy stock in a company um, as soon as they as soon as the IPO hits and um what I was trying to find out is um, what would you recommend, like with regard to Coinbase, do you think that it's ever going to get like back up to that 400? All right. I'm glad you said that, man, because I saw some people saying something and I want to address this right quick. So I don't buy IPOs or direct this as soon as they come to the market, um, just because I feel like I need to get about four quarters of information from them. Um, I bought Roblox. My daughter has her own account that I put money in. Um, and I bought it for her because she literally woke up one day because I watched CNBC so much. And she was like, Daddy, can I own Roblox like I own Disney? And I was like, eh, of course you can. So I bought her some shares, but it's for her. Um, and it wasn't no big deal. Um, it was just to make her smile. But I typically myself don't buy them in IPO phase or direct listen. I think one day I'm going to do a post on the difference between the two. Um, you didn't lose your money. So I want you to understand that. The only way you lose your money is if you sell it right now. So let's, let's, let's understand that. If you buy a stock and the price goes down, what's up, beautiful? Okay, I need to tone it down a little bit. <laughs> Same person on Roblox. Why are you, why are you, why are you telling people about I, my portfolio? I need, exactly, like <laughs> tone that down a little bit, right? <laughs> um, oh. Boss has you don't lose, that's a fact, right? You don't lose money in a stock when you when a stock price goes down. Your equity decreases, but you don't lose money. You only lose money when you sell it because now you've locked in the loss, right? That's why buying hold is so dope. So what I would typically do if I was you, and one of the reasons, again, why I don't just buy IPOs out of the gates because first, when you're buying an IPO, one of the things are direct list. One of the things that's happening is the people who, who invested early on, this becomes an exit strategy for them, right? Unless they're in 
they have what's called a lockout phase where they got to keep it six months or maybe a year or maybe two years, depending on what that lockout phase is, right? So we got to figure that out. Um, so that's normally when they're getting out. For me, after three to four quarters, I now have an idea of one, how the business make money. I've now let all the big investors, you know, do what they're going to do. Um, you know what I'm saying? They're going to be in for the long term, whatever. I can, I, can now, I can now develop my game plan on that. For you, I will have to ask you, how do you feel about Coinbase? Now, what, what I do know is when and I, I'm, I'm thinking about investing in it, but I'm going to give it a year. I'm not going to lie. Um, they put out great numbers before they IPO. Like, they put out great numbers. I mean, before they, before they hit the market and direct listing, they put out great numbers. So if you go look back and look at how the company has been performing um, before they became public, they actually did great numbers. So now you're saying, okay, what happens now is because they're on the market now public, they now have to open up the doors to everything they're doing. And they also have to give us all the information. And so this is what we build our strategy on. So for you, if you bought into Coinbase, do you believe in it? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I think, I mean, it's, it's the biggest company, you know, in the crypto space. So I, I just mm -hmm. assumed that it would eventually, you know, take over just because of the name recognition. 100%. So one of the things before you buy a company, so I'm going to tell y'all this right quick. I always give myself, I always have these rules, right? But I'm going to just give y'all three things. One, like ask yourself, why am I at this business? What, 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 what attracted me here? Right. Two, do I understand how do they make money? Three, do I see 10 year growth potential? Because if I can't own a company for 10 years and see it growing, I don't want to pay, I don't want to spend 10 minutes watching. Right. Mm -hmm. So the next thing for you to do is say, okay, you bought it at how much? Uh it was 398. 398. What is that right now? Uh 299. Buy some more right now. So now what's going to happen is this was going to if you and I'm only saying it if you believe in it. So what happens is if you bought it at 390 something and you buy it at 299 right now, you'll now bring your cost basis down, which is the cost that you bought it at. You'll bring it down from 290, I mean 390 something to about 250. Right. Mm. So now, so now you'll see profits. You'll now be into profit at 250 instead of waiting till it get. I mean at 350 instead of waiting till it gets 300. You feel what I'm saying? And so what I like to do is with me, when I buy a company, I always do what's called, that's not dollar cost averaging, y'all. That's called averaging down. Dollar cost averaging is something completely different. So averaging down is what I love to do. I buy, I figure out what a business is worth. And then I find prices at which I'll buy it again. Right? And so, so you bought it at three something. So now I have three ways I look at it. If I bought it at 350 or 390 something, what are the next two prices I'll buy some more at? So if I bought it at 390, my next price may be 350 or 325. And then my next price may be 275. You feel what I'm saying? So now what happens is if it goes down, I'm now bringing my cost basis down with me, right? So now I'm no longer... I can. I don't gotta wait to three ninety eight to see profit. I'll now from three ninety eight to three fifty. I'll probably bring my cost basis down to about another ten fifteen dollars. That adds up, right? So you find prices to average down at. Um, but 
I don't, I don't, I don't buy IPOs out the gate for myself like that because I know there's a few exceptions to the rules. And a lot of times it's the smaller companies that you don't even hear about that just take off after IPO, right? Just the bigger companies, people getting out of there. They make any money, they getting out of there. So, but because you're there and you believe in, that's why I say, do you believe in it? If you believe in it, you start buying averaging down. And then once you figure that price to average down at, you say, okay, now I'm gonna let it take off. But once it takes off, you don't start buying more until you reevaluate the company a year later. I evaluate every company every six months. Yeah, that that's extremely shout out to my boy Mike Rashid, who's in the YouTube chat. Is he? Yeah. Good, Jay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Mike, my, what's good. That's my guy, man. We got I was for the link up. Mike, he was like, Trap, you coming? I was like, yeah, when I got my daughter, I was like, I ain't coming, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I gotta come make a little trip just to holler at Mike, man. We that's we on Mike Rashid's podcast. Um, and that's crazy. It's doing numbers, man. I just, I, I, the first day it was like 4,000 views and I didn't check it. And I looked two days ago and it's been out for four days and we had 177,000 views. Yeah, we probably have like man. you, this community is insane. Heavily respected and just a good dude, man. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff with, with Mike. So shout out to Just watch. Boy. Yeah. Just watch. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, it's called Legends Only. That's a fact. Um, but <laughs> yeah. you know, um, buying buying down is something like what you just explained is something that is extremely powerful. And um, I actually did that recently with an option. Um, and you can do this like what he's explaining. You can do regular stock. You can do options. You can do anything. And mm-hmm. I was I had an option call. Which I one? Think it was a, it was one forty. Um, one yeah, it was either January twenty three, March twenty three, March March twenty three. It was a one forty March twenty twenty March twenty three call for Apple, and I was down pretty bad. I was down um forty percent. I was down like forty percent, and um I put I put a substantial amount of money in because looking at the charts, understanding that Apple, I you know we felt it was kind of gonna go on a run with earnings and everything. I'm like I'm already down forty percent. So I put a substantial amount of money in. The minute I put that in, it brought me back. It brought me to down 8% instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm up 22%. So that's mm-hmm. a 60% swing. swing. So it's like, all right, you, you take a shot, you might miss the first shot, mm-hmm. move in a little bit, get closer to the basket, you know, that's a fact. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so. Yeah. But don't, don't, look, look. The reason he did that is because he believes in the company, right? Like, if you yeah, don't believe that, that in the company, you're not going to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't just do that with anything. Like, yeah. if you down, you got X, Y, and Z paper nail company and you down 60% and you thinking you're going, you're going to just, now you're going to be down 90% when it keeps going. Like, it's, be careful. Strictly for live men, not yeah, for freshmen. Don't, don't play yourself and think like, yeah, okay. You definitely got to believe in the business. You definitely got to that's, that's one of the most important things with anything, with investing. I, you got to believe in the business. That's the only thing going to keep you from panicking. Right? If you if you guess, if you're doing guesswork, every time it drops, you're going to panic. You're going to sell your shirt. If you believe it, yo, I'm telling y'all, we done been down big money and be like, how you feel, bro, man? I'm good. I ain't tripping on it. It's all good. Like, Tell him. It's all right. Talk to him. It's cool. <laughs> what are we doing? 
You, what we, I ain't worrying about that. We about to go through when we linking up. It's because we believe in the like no, whether it's long term buying whole, whether it's mid term, whether it's options. Because we do the research and the homework, that eliminates the panic. That eliminates the panic. Now, Rashad is just a pessimistic guy. Yo, I'm, t- I'm about to say, he be trying to make me panic. I'm like, nah, bro, we good. <laughs> well, come up with ways. It, it, yo, you know the moon is about it's about to come out. It's, it's, yo, it has yo, to happen. It's down it's 60. I'm like, yeah, yo, it was up 120 you, yesterday. You know what? That's what I was always taught. Talk to my man Jamal. You always said, like, you know, kill the deal. I'm always taught to kill the deal. Meaning, <laughs> if, if something is brought to me, I'm trying to figure out what, how can, how doesn't it make sense? What, how, nice. how it can go wrong? I'm a, I'm a defensive player, so That's once, right. once you, you play defense, you was, <laughs> once you, once you, once you realize, once you realize all of the things, once you realize all of the things that can go wrong, now you're in a position to actually make a decision, but everybody's different. Some people is more mm-hmm. like Troy's more offensive. Like he, he, he takes more risk. Um, but you know, to me, I think, I think a good defense is the best offense. And um, I'm just not trying to lose no money. That's the number one rule of investing. I'm not trying to- That's the number to... one rule though. Don't rule lose... number one, oh, right. don't lose money. That's... Rule number two, follow rule one. That's a fact. Big fact. That is a fact. That's the Warren Buffett way. Yeah. <laughs> Treat me but like one. I will say that we call that, we call that in the, in the travel community, looking at the inverse of every situation. And looking at the inverse simply means how do I understand the downside? Like I gotta understand the downside to whether it's buy and hold, whether it's options, whether I need to understand the downside. Because once I, if I don't know what, if I don't know the dangers of this, then I'm really investing in a blind. Yeah. So when I invest in a company, I wanna look at what lawsuits they had against them, why people left the company, what the people who work for the company saying, I need to know the bad side of it too. So now stuff doesn't just throw me off. You, we gotta understand that. But because we was talking one to one, I yeah. don't want to get into all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Future <laughs> innovations. You know, if they offer guidance to what? Yeah, want to know, know that. These are the things you gotta you, you gotta look into. It, it all it all plays a part. Uh, plays a part in your in your research. It's crazy. Listen, as I'm talking to y'all, the guy really texts me just now. And I was on the phone for them two hours, man. And he literally told me, he's saying right now, man, you hitting it right. I guess so he's watching. He's like, man, you hitting it right on the head. It's crazy what he's saying. So I told him to watch y'all. He's like, like, bro, you hitting it right on the head. He literally texted me right there. Um, But one of the things we talked about today was when we talked about how there was this great opportunity for the playing field to be leveled. So I don't care if crypto, NFTs, I don't care what's coming. I want y'all to know that the stock market will not go anywhere, right? It will not go anywhere because too many people's billions of dollars is tied to it, right? These other ass- these will be other asset classes that just, it's like this is the burger, that's the fries. That's the high C, that's the apple pie. You want some nuggets too? That's what these things are. You can make money with them as well, but the market isn't going anywhere. What happens is now these other asset classes present greater opportunities for us. The thing that's going to hinder a lot of people, is going to break a lot of people, is because they're doing more guesswork than research. Mm. You're yeah. going to do more guesswork than research. People often ask me, 
But Trap, if you waited a year for Chipotle, why you missed all those games? I was like, I ain't tripping because when I did get it at full 25, it ran up to 15 and I was good. 1500, I was good. Yeah, I mean, you had a price target. I had a price. I had a price on it. What I wanted to get it at, like, you can't guess your way to wealth, y'all. And the objective for us is to help. No matter which avenue we take in, the objective for us is to help you all build wealth. And it's not because we've read it in a book. It's because we're literally telling y'all we'll work for us. I'm being real with y'all. Like, the stock market changed my life. The podcasting game and investing changed EYL's life. Real estate changed Matt the mortgage guy's life, right? So the information that you're getting from people is of two things. Learned and experienced knowledge. It's learned knowledge and then there's experienced knowledge. The two together is, is your most dangerous weapon. Because some things can't be taught, you gotta be, they gotta be experienced, right? I didn't know how I was gonna react until I was down $150,000. And then I learned how to react being down $150,000 down. My core Troy, like, yo, what are we doing, huh? what I say? Yeah. Man, I'm right, with, I'm right with you. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of this stuff, a lot of this stuff, you don't, like you say, you don't appreciate until you actually are in that position to be down 150000 in one day when Ian talks about having 60 months of reserves, Facts. it sounds crazy. Um, I'm liquid over 60 months and I don't, I don't feel safe. <laughs> but look, what did Mark Cuban say? If you and got a million, you, you, you ain't walking on eggshells. You walking on eggshells. Yeah. You walking and on eggshells. It's crazy that we say that we talking to a billion dollar man and you listening to somebody say, if you got a million, you want eggshells. Yeah, you feel yeah. me? Like, and that's the mindset that tells you that the world is shifting to a different place. This is showing us that one stream of income is now death. Yeah. Real talk. Like you're you're literally bloody meat in the jungle, right? And the only thing that can save you. It's financial literacy. Yeah. With a company $26 trillion in debt, yo, it's a wonder why the man says with $1 million, you're walking on eggshells. So we need y'all to take this information. We need y'all to take this knowledge. It's the reason why EYL doing what they doing. It's not for popularity, yo. I can promise you, yo, like, I'm gonna be one. I'm the. I'm from the streets for real. I had to learn how to get on camera, yo. I hate doing it. <laughs> I hate doing it. I had to learn how to do it. So popularity is not the thing. Notoriety is not the thing. What makes us feel better is saying, yo, we can take the information and knowledge and feed our people, y'all. That's dangerous because nobody else ain't going to teach us but us. Literally, the man told me this today. He said to me, bro, what you're teaching, Wall Street does not want people to know that. Yeah. Right? So when my brother called me and said, Trap, can you do an intro to um, stocks for us, bro? Man, I said, that's a no-brainer. We can do that. It's cool, bro. So I want y'all to take that information and don't just take it, yo. Apply it. Use it. When him 500 come teach y'all about credit, Use it. When Derek Gracie teach y'all about, you know, gold and whatever, 
Use it. When I come teach y'all about stocks, use it. When Rashad has a financial uh, planning class, use that. You know why? Who knows how to financial plan? I shows the hell don't. I had to ask him, bro, I need you to show me how to, I don't even, I know, I don't know that part. Right? When Troy breaking on an assessment, I need that, Troy. You're a teacher. Like the knowledge is here for us to use, use it. That, that is I'm not fact. sure what else to say. I, I just want to do one more question. Also, I wanted one thing I haven't spoke about is that we actually have a collaboration that we did um, with Trap. It's the only collaboration that we've ever done in Earn Your Leisure history. Um, yeah, the family pack. And it's a- uh, uh, Written, produced, yeah, starred. That's, that's a five-star body. <laughs> yeah. that's the most dangerous body of work, y'all. <laughs> that is a fact. We collaborated. Wall Street Trapper and Earn Your Leisure collaborated. This, we did this last year. And it's been rave reviews for anybody that has it, um, where we actually, I did 50%, Trap did 50%. I walked, it's like a literally walkthrough of like how to look at a life insurance illustration, how to properly set up a life insurance policy, how to actually f overfund life insurance policy, college savings, custodial accounts. Trap talked about gold. He talked about, e we talked about ETFs, like actually how to like the websites that we use personally, mm -hmm. like interactive. It's like a screen share situation. Um, oh all top performing stocks, um, precious metals. It's so much stuff. Like it's that's Reeds. no, it's a college, it's a college class. I forgot to mention that, but um, we also collaborated on that. So if you're interested in that, I'm gonna put the link for that. I'm gonna pin that in YouTube. Um, and we have fun and we have fun doing it. Tell them Trap. That's hey, no, first of all, Rashad him starved me. I had to go in that basement at Troy house for 72 hours and couldn't eat. So I just want to make that be known, right? The last day we fed you, though. Wife. She, paid, she paid me the last day. She paid me the last day. I sat in the basement for three days. Couldn't leave, right? So let's pick up my kids. <laughs> pick up Troy, kids, everything. But we did do another thing, too, is we broke down. I actually show you all how J.P. Morgan and the Rockefeller set up their family trust. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, family, family trust. 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 We talked about That's a trust. powerful one, too. And we walked through that whole thing. I talk about a couple of trusts. Rashad talks about some trust. Like, yo, like, that's a dangerous body of work that we put together. Troy has some assessments on that that's crazy. I think it's literally 42 modules, y'all. 42 modules. We got busy. Now we got busy. Nah, we got busy. I felt like we was in album mode, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we was drawing them up. I mean, I just recall like we were just drawing up the tracks, like how we gonna place the tracks. I right, said again. I'm watching the bullets. It was crazy. I felt like a. I felt like Swiss a little yeah. bit. It's a classic album. I just pinned it. If you're interested in checking it out, is trappingwithyl.com. Uh, that is an extremely, extremely impressive body of work, and it was dope to work with you on that. So. Only you, the links. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So let's let's get one more question if we can. Let's go to Graylin. Graylin, we're coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Yo, I'm so glad you guys unmuted me, man. I, I first off want to say uh uh EYL, um, thank you so much, man. Um, you know, just just seeing you guys. I'm I'm 24 right now. Well, actually, I just turned 25. Um, and seeing, you know, uh, what you guys do um uh, for the community. 
commend you 100 percent um so uh I, I wanted to go back to something that um and also wall street chopper i appreciate you too as well because i'm um just starting to learn about stocks i'm in real estate right now in charlotte um and also getting into crypto and kind of redoing my finances right now i got rid of my car note um and bought a car outright to get some more money back into my um you know my savings or what i save every month so i'm kind of diversifying um so i'm, I'm starting to like i said invest in crypto, real estate, um, and then from a, a stock aspect, um, you know, starting out, what do you think, you know, a percentage should be for, you know, myself, you know, just starting out from investing? Because I know, Rashad, you say all the time, uh, you know, your portfolio is about 10% um, of crypto. So I was just trying to see, you know, from a stock aspect, what do you think, you know, Wall Street Trapper, um, you know, what that should be? So how much of your portfolio should be in crypto? I was sorry, I was texting my mom. Oh no, uh, in, in, in stock. So I, right now I'm doing about 10% in crypto. Um, and then, you know, I'm saving, uh, you know, a, a good amount too. Um, and then I just bought a, a whole life insurance policy too. So okay. so it, just, it depends on the investor himself. Um, again, okay. I'm not a financial advisor. Everything that I say is for entertainment, education purpose only, right? Everyone right. Yeah. <laughs> that's involved, right? <laughs> I know a financial advisor, my man Rashad. He can take the glory. I can only take it to the trap house. You feel me? All right. So what I do think is um one thing you have to do is identify your goals, right? That's important. Identify what are your goals? What do you want each asset class to do for you? Um, that's important because every asset class performs different depending on the economy depending on the market cycles, everything performs different. So the one thing you have to do is say, what is what are my goals? Like, what am I trying to do? There is no cookie cutter approach. My my portfolio, Rashad's portfolio, Troy's portfolio, you heard it, we all different, right? right? Rashad is more defensive, Troy is more aggressive. So in every investment they make, they're gonna take different approaches. Um, so I think one of the things you have to figure out is, which asset class you want to work most for you. The reason why I would tell you stocks is because I'm the stock guy. That's what I love to do. And when I looked at the most wealthiest people in the world, I saw that 60% of them, um, I mean, I'm sorry, that 80% of them had 60% of their wealth in stocks. So for me, I just followed the blueprint that I already saw. When I saw that majority of the wealthy people had their money in stocks, I went stocks. And when I realized the dude who told me that wealthy people the first thing they do is do stocks. They own a business, then they get into real estate. I started stocks. I got into stocks. I started my business. Now I'm on pace to try and get 100 deals with my brothers. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So the right. goal for me was stocks first. So my portfolio right now is 90, 90% stocks, 10% crypto. Until I get real estate, my portfolio will shift. But for me, I want stocks to do the heavy lifting. Okay. So, you, got, you know, so what do you want to do the heavy lifting? You know what I'm saying? And so for me, when I looked at returns, and again, I am not against real estate. Let me say that first and foremost. When it came to returns, stocks were better. When it came to being able to leverage more, and um, real estate became better. Leveraging more and tax benefits, real estate was better. So for me, I wanted stocks to do the heavy lifting right now. And then I'll personally use real estate as a leverage tool and as a tax tool. So I understood what, how I want my portfolio to work for me. So that's the way I work it. 
So, so and I hope that helps. Yeah, and so when you say do the heavy lifting, so right now I'm I'm looking at stock is more so of like a, just another vehicle um, mm-hmm. for a, a long term hold essentially. Mm-hmm. And so that's what you mean by you saying the heavy lifting, like that's doing most of your heavy lifting from a long term hold aspect. No. So what I want to do, the heavy lift, so, and it's everything. So when I say heavy lifting, I mean, whether I'm doing options, whether I'm doing mid or long-term investing, stocks is my vehicle of choice. Okay. You know what okay. I'm saying? So when I say heavy lifting, so if I'm doing long-term investing, it's stocks. When I'm doing options, mid to, you know, six months to a year, it's stocks. When I'm, you know, passive income later on for, um dividends like my goal is to generate a million dollars a year by the time i'm 50 from dividends right like so i set up a whole dividend portfolio that i'm gonna just be pumping money into forever right and so when i when i say that i want the heavy lift stocks is doing my heavy lifting also because i don't understand real estate as much just yet you feel what i'm saying like that's why i got a mat that's why i learned from real estate people but even stocks is my go-to. So that's going to do majority of the heavy lifting for me. Real estate will be next. And then crypto is a part of it as well. But so that's how my, that's how my portfolio is going to be set up. Stocks is going to do majority of the work for me, no matter what level I'm on. Again, whether it's options, whether it's buying hold, whether it's dividends, stocks going to do the heavy, heavy lifting because the returns for me were better. Like I can get those returns in crypto and in stocks and in options for me, better than I would with real estate. But with real estate, I'm gonna be able to take equity out of this home, go get another piece of property, defer that tax. You know what I'm saying? So now we yeah. start understanding how to use your portfolio, how you, again, what do you want the heavy lifting to do and what are your goals? That's how you build your portfolio to wealth. Okay, yeah, and, and that definitely makes sense. Yo, that was a class just now. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate you, Braylon, appreciate you. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, we we haven't set guidelines in a while. No, nah. but well, we're not gonna do that to you, Graylin. But we appreciate you, bro. Yeah, for sure. Yep, appreciate yep. you. But yeah, ten um, ten percent is actually what I have in in crypto too in my portfolio. But yep. trap one. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Before we leave, just um to let people know. So what we're gonna do with the scholarship? Because I was thinking about it, and um we you know we've done scholarships before, but I met three people this weekend that were college students that was in EYL University. And um, we gotta look out for everybody, but I feel like, you know, we gotta make sure that we we look out for young people. So what I wanna do is I wanna give 10 10 scholarships away to anybody, to to people at HBCUs, but we're gonna do this organized. It's not just gonna be, Send me your email, so don't even waste your time. Cause <laughs> start putting it in the chat. Yeah, we not. No, gonna, no, we're not that's do that. what we not going to do. We what what we are going to do is we're going to connect with somebody at an HBCU. Um, so if you work at an HBCU, email email info at Earn Your Leisure. If you like work, if you're like a professor or an administrator, if you can actually, you know, get us in touch. If not, we can do the legwork ourselves. But well, it, you know what we could do? What if they are in an HBCU? Uh, they have the email from their school, and so their email will be there no, no, no. at the school. No, no, no. We'll, we'll just we'll just do it with one, so it's easier. Right. Like Howard University, like you know what I'm saying, like we'll just pick ten students at Howard oh, University. From one school. Yeah, it, sh- it shouldn't be that hard because colleges hit us up all the time to speak and stuff like that. So we can just pick one school, and we can pick ten students at that school, and um, we'll give we'll give them um, scholarships, ten scholarships to college students at HBCU 
school. And uh, we'll do it like that. For the So once again, thank you for that. And that is courtesy of Mr. Trap. Actually, we'll match it. We'll match it. Tra- Trap, Trap will do 10. We'll do 10. So we'll do 20. We'll do 20 scholarships for HBC um, school students. But like yeah. I said, it's going to be organized. It's not going to be, I go to Howard. How old are you? 47. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to anybody that goes to Howard is 47. Nah, we're not playing that game. Um, but once again, thank you for your time, brother. If anybody watched this, if you are interested in joining EY University, once again, we do this every single week. We have over 100 archive classes like this where you get to interact with the professor. Um, and we cover everything from from real estate to credit to legal issues to anything you need to, you think of, we cover. But the difference between the podcast, YouTube, and EYL University is that it's a community. Um, once again, we have infinity groups where people learn from each other. We have a crypto club. We have a real estate club. We have a stock club. Um, Homebuyer's Blueprint is included. MG the Mortgage Guys Homebuyer's Blueprint. Um, our Facebook group, private 6,000 members. We have private events. We just had our first private event um, yesterday in LA. Over 150 earners came out. We had my boy 19 Keys was there, Mike Rasheed, Alice Good Energy, him 500, Miss Business, Shiggy, Atia Blair, us, and you got to network. Um, Atlanta, of course, we're going to do something big in Atlanta, and you know all of our friends live in Atlanta, so you already know what kind of vibe that's going to be. That's just off the rip. <laughs> that's off the rip you know all of our friends live in Atlanta including Mr. Trap so you did <laughs> hello you already know how that goes man and you know on and on and on um EYL University if you are interested is is 65% off right now that will go to 50% off in two days so yes yeah time is limited on that and then Trapping with EYL. Trapping with EYL is separate from that. That is Wall Street Trappers course who we collaborated on with 5050 um, hey. on that as far as on the production side. Um, but that's our only collaborative. That's the only, not to say we, we won't work with other people, but if we did work with somebody, it just makes sense to work with Trap. Our history is like, you know, it's like Kobe and it's like Kobe and Shaq, man. Like you know, anytime right. we get together, it's always it's always yeah, a magic it's, it's always a magical moment. So it just made perfect sense for us to do that. If you're interested in that, that is pinned on YouTube, um, trappingwithEYL.com. So um, yeah, man. Uh, hope you guys apply this information. Most importantly, that is the most important thing. And once again, this was done to just bring it back to the basics. And, you know, a lot of times we might, you know, talk at a fast pace. Um, so sometimes it's just good to have a refresher course. Even if you are investing, sometimes you need to just revisit the basics. And um, one thing about Wall Street, he, he does a great job at making things that's complicated, extremely easy to understand. Somebody ran up on me yesterday from Crenshaw and it was like, um, they was talking, they was like going on and on and on about everything. And they was like, um, compound interest. It was like uh, the eighth one of the world. The man who uh, the man who doesn't uh, the man who understands it will benefit. The man that, that doesn't understand it will pay forever. Big trap. Big yep. trap. Big <laughs> trap. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. So they tapped they tapped in with trap man all over the country, man. <laughs> oh, so, man. Yeah, 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 man. But um, trap, what would you, what would you like to tell? What would you like to tell the people? 
Man, I just want to, you know, I always go on these rants, but I ain't gonna go on a rant no more, man. I just want to say like this, this y'all could have been anywhere in the world, but y'all chose to be here with us. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? I think it's the best place you can be, man, between EYL, Wall Street Trapper, the other people that's putting our great information. That's where you need to be at your life. Financial literacy is gonna save you. You don't get there all at once because we ain't get we didn't get into the positions we were in overnight. Um, be patient, be dedicated, keep learning, right? That's what's gonna take us out of here, yo. Like turn your last name to an asset. That's a real statement that I live by. And what that simply means is how many rich and wealthy families, you don't know how they got their money, but you just know they wealthy. Their name is associated with money. That didn't happen from one person. That happened from one person getting the knowledge that happened from one person getting a game. That happened from one person saying, yo, my, I ain't, my family ain't about to be poor no more. And then once they got it, they implemented it and they wrote it down. One of the things I call them is family SOPs that we now have to do. Everything that we do when it comes to investing, we have to write that down because we can't just keep it here. Because if something happens to us today or tomorrow, we die with the information. We write it down. We make a blueprint of it. I'm going to, you know, write quick. I probably have about 60 notebooks, y'all. I never stop reading. I never stop writing. Everything I do, I write it down, y'all. Like, write it down. Put it down so your family can read it, so your adult, my daughter can read it. Give them the knowledge. Write it down, y'all. Family SOPs. Get the knowledge so you can, you can get it. Give it to your kids. Your kids can give it to your kids. Give it to your cousins, give it to your aunties. I don't care if they don't want it right now. You keep doing it. Don't get discouraged because they don't want it. One thing we do as a people is we learn and once we see somebody doing it, okay, cool, let me train on it. Don't, don't, don't punish them for not being on it when you first got on it. And you ain't learning when I first got it, I don't want to do it. Nah, you learn in your time, let them learn in their time. But keep learning, keep applying the information, join the earners, Come be a trapper. We're going to keep feeding y'all. We just getting started. I told Rashad, we not finished until we have the same type of people. Our people have the same type of energy that they have for us that they have for rappers, y'all. I told them we ain't finished until that happened. And we're going to keep doing it, y'all. We're going to keep being. So that's all I got to say, man. Just keep learning. Keep implementing the information. Don't compare your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 20, man. Please don't. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah. I, I will be teaching a financial planning class for the Trapper community next month. Right. Just kind of work out the dates, uh -huh. but uh, definitely, I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to that for sure. Yeah, man. And, I, and as I said before, man, we're here to just build community. And uh, even with Trappers Anonymous and EYL, we're not here to teach you what to think. We're here to teach you how to think. And so, <laughs> when you learn that, it doesn't stop with you. It goes to the community. And so I want to encourage everybody. I want to encourage everybody. We always say that, man. You learn something, you go to your hood, and you give it right back. And so we saw an outpouring of that last night. And so we want to continue that thing going. So shout out to all the earners, shout out to all the trappers, shout out to everybody that that's learning and building and creatively coming together for the common cause of generational wealth, man. We love y'all. You know how this works, man. Reach out, call somebody. One text, one conversation can change the trajectory of somebody's life. And we encourage you to do that, man. We're going to do that. We, we live by that. Uh, so we're going to keep doing that. Yeah. So this will be saved on YouTube. It will be on podcast outlets on Friday at 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. 
tap in. Once again, Trap, appreciate you, bro. Big Trap. Um, yeah, love is love. Y'all know that. Um. My graduates from my school being Forbes, backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. You can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade, or at least grab an extra latte. After getting a Chime checking account with features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe, no minimum balance requirements, and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at Chime.com goals24. That's Chime.com goals24. Chime. Feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Saving money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.